Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Welcome in, Three Dudes with a View. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. It's a cloudy Wednesday, looking like rain the rest of the day. No, wait a minute. It's Thursday. It's, th- it's Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. How about that? <laughs> well, we gained a day. It's still cloudy with uh, a good chance of rain. <laughs> <laughs> and this is our last show of the week. Tomorrow morning, this time, this station inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross. Uh, you can listen to us or watch us if you go to our website. Uh, you can catch the podcast of this show at our website or anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, whatever. Uh, you can also catch the video of this show by going to our website or Facebook. Or uh, is it on YouTube, Clayton? Yes, sir. I believe so. Okay. You sure and we're not breaking YouTube rules to get kicked off? Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, that's... That's why I don't, mm. I don't. I don't look at Facebook because I've read about what they did in the last election and what they yeah. do there yeah. all the time. They censor like crazy. Yeah, YouTube too. So yeah, not good. Don't support them. All right, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well. I'm trying to find out more about what's going on with AT and T this morning. Yeah, their uh, cell phone service is gone. In fact, uh, it's trending nationwide. It says hashtag outage on X. So, I mean, you know, I just happened to watch the movie Gravity last night. Have you seen that movie? I have. Where the satellites all hit each other and everything it destroys everything in orbit and. Well, it makes you think about some type of cyber attack, right? Yeah. I mean, for the whole system to be down across the entire country. That's well, that's what the sheriff said out of Butler County, Ohio. After the Sheriff's National Association, he said that they're getting cyber attacks from China and from Russia every day, multiple times. They were down to paper for like seven days. So for us to plan on there being a cyber attack. Oh, well. And we are not on YouTube, by the way. We are for some of our ball games and stuff. But this show, because of the copyright yes. stuff, we are well, not. We're on Facebook. We are on Facebook. With the video. With the video. And Twitch. Uh, which is, Twitch app, is great. Uh, yeah. Twitch is great, and uh, also X. You can watch it on, formerly known as Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you out there, Mr. York? Good morning. The glitch is all around, man. AT and T having a little problems this 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 week. Uh, all the way down in my home state, Louisiana, having service problems. So it's a nationwide thing. Gremlins, gremlins. That that happens in electronics, though. Yes, yes, it does. Regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. Good morning. Good morning. And I'm as fine as frog hair because I've got Verizon. All right. <laughs> I do. I have Verizon. But they, but they I own do stock rent, in Verizon, so I'll disclaim that. And yes, I am. They, a, they I'm only a, rent facilities from AT&T, Debbie. Oh, uh, okay. I, I believe you, Jim, because you're an old AT&T person. Now, I heard reports of Verizon outages this morning. Yeah, uh, it, it, at 3.50 a.m., there there were reports of AT&T, Verizon, and other cellular networks experiencing outages across the U.S. Mm. Sounds like there there was a hack or something. something. I, I mean, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, how you Some technician work. dropped a screwdriver in the workings. I thought you were going to say it was Russia, Mr. York, but yeah, obviously it that could was a joke. be. That was you a know, joke. that's a possibility. It was a joke, but well, 
But but it could be real, Clayton. It no, I mean it, honestly, it could be. It really could be. Uh, or China or yeah. anybody. Yeah, anybody. Well, yeah, I mean, like when, <laughs> we're just spinning there, on a big blue. Yeah, ball. there, there could right. be unicorns and petting zoos too. So that's true. Anyway, that's true. Uh, yeah. Eric Prevetti is our special guest today. He is chair of the Murray County. Con- uh, Commission and friend of the station. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. Good to have y'all have me on here. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm on y'all's Wi-Fi, so that's how we're able to operate this morning. So yeah. that's, that's a good thing for that. So at least the uh, backbone of the Internet is still running. Correct. For now. For now. <laughs> for now. Yes. So you know what? what? I, I had a hard time after yesterday's show regarding the Andy Ogles comment. It hasn't left me yet. That's bothered me overnight. Which, which one? The one about kill them all. It has bothered me. It's bothered me. Why is that bothering you? I mean, I've been thinking I mean, about that day. Because he's our representative. He's representing us, that, that he's of like mind of the rest of us. I just thought it was – it bothered me all night. Morbid. 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 It, it bothered me. So I just – when dead, I don't care where the dead kids are. And, and again, Hamas has brought this on itself. But I just think there should have been some sort of – more of a thoughtful answer to that question well you know think about it i mean these i think the whole country is sick of these shove the microphone in your face uh kind of things they aren't they aren't attempting at all to get an answer to their questions they aren't even attempting to have a dialogue I know. I they're know. just attempting to get some kind of reaction that then they can use yeah. jason said if i had been andy i would have said well where were you on october 7th with the same question for me that for the other side you know that sort of thing that but that would have been a deflection I mean, kill, but, kill, but, kill but, them but all when you're talking about kids i mean maybe what he he clarified last night he went out and did a disclaimer that i wasn't talking about kill all the kids i was talking about hamas i'm looking at that press but if you right argue now. with the fool wouldn't that make you uh, well, that's that's another good point, Mr. York. Uh, you know, how, how, if, they, if he knows a reporter is asking a dumb question, then he doesn't have to respond. I still he think, should be smarter. I still think that but, what Americans are sick and tired of most is politicians running from these type people. And uh, for 40 years or so, they did. And uh, now they're beginning to fight back. Now, you know, that's Andy chose his way. I mean, I guess the other way is you just no comment you know move on or then you could i guess the other way is like debbie said you could say where were you on october 7th but you know we all know the answer to that question and if andy had said that he really wouldn't be looking right for it. i know he it's, would, a, he wouldn't it's be a catch 22 yeah he wouldn't be looking for an answer it's just so, is I, I, mean, I guess I, i've I, you know i'm i'm it's I'm, an I'm, elementary question though delk all he had to say is well israel has the right to find the the hamas people and 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 eliminate them, but not just kill them all. That's, well, that's dumb. I mean, I, I well, she had specifically said Andy's, there's children dead. I think that's I don't think Andy meant kill them all. I think he meant screw you and the horse you came in on, and uh, and that's the what what we are is sick and tired of our politicians reacting to people like that. And, of course, CARES, you know, the Council on Islamic-American Relations or whatever, issues a big statement, and they got what they wanted out of it. Uh, but I think the American people are sick of it, and I think probably uh, Andy reflects the idea that we're sick of these, time, you know, these plaintive people with microphones, this slanted press, this uh, the media that's uh, liberal, 
and uh, we're just well, they don't deserve how's, how's they don't deserve our press? respect anymore at all. Well, how's I want a conservative in Congress. They just ask the question. I want a conservative in Congress. And if you look at the last election, there were enough votes from Beth Harwell's campaign and general the general um, Winstead. To, Winstead to to add up to beat Andy. And those are two more moderate folks. There's going to be some people that are going to go, man. That was same way. He, same way he won the county race uh, when he ran for mayor. You had Sonny Shackelford and uh, Charlie Norman split the vote. Straight through. Well, I'm not going to go down that road at all. I think Andy has voiced and voted. Uh, and, and and I'm not disagreeing with that, Dale. I think but he's I'm voiced and voted the will of his district. But he's, so he's and animated no sense somebody. in changing horses. Well, he's animated. Uh, oh, Matt. yeah. That's a lot of sense in changing horses. You want a horse that can run. I want a conservative, <laughs> but that that invited somebody from the north to primary him. That comment did, I think. My two well, cents. and I don't agree with. I mean, again, I, I, y'all, y'all know I opposed Andy in the primary, yeah, uh, pretty vehemently, and uh, but he won the primary, and I'm a good Republican, and so we close ranks. Yeah, and then, they, and then they, I said after that I would judge him <laughs> on whether or not he voiced and voted the will of his district, and he has. Okay, I agree. He, he so. might have voted the way you want him, but it's not the will of the district because well, he hasn't done very much. Period. This is where you and me are different, though. Okay, I, okay. I, I can't get over the fact that he tried to push competition off the ballot. That's inexcusable. And he didn't want to, to win it so. fair and square. He wanted to make sure the top competition, along yes. with Scott Golden with the state yes. Republican Party, yes. kicked people off yes. the ballot. That's a sleazy way to win, yes. in my opinion. Yes. Not That's, a fan. Yeah. Well, Not a fan at all. Well, you got a sleazy candidate. Well, it's just uh, happened again, guys. I mean, Baxter <laughs> Lee was going to run, but because he had one Democratic vote in the four years, he's off the ballot. They just voted that. And that wasn't supposed to take place until 2026, and they moved that decision up so Baxter could be affected and off the ballot. I mean, I've never seen a group of Republicans in my life that continue to just make uh, it's just like I'm, I'm no fan of Scott Golden it, it, and the Tennessee Scott Republican Golden Party hierarchy at all. Is absolutely terrible at yeah. what he does. Yeah, but I mean, you look at Cameron Sexton, and we we've talked about this. He made the Tennessee Three famous, <laughs> and the other Republicans in the House. I mean, it's just it's mind blowing. Like and still what, doing things uh, that, that that contradict what people really want. He but I still won't vote Democrat. Stuff. I mean, that's not going to happen. But I'm just saying. I mean, I'm I, I'm just saying. I mean, use your head. I, I, just, I, I don't. I don't understand. I, they love to be provocative, but they can't govern Clayton. None of them. You know, the I national. think both sides. I want stink. you to think about I mean, this. That's, that's I want you to think about this. Stink. If we had a, de- a Democratic congressional I mean, person, is... if Steve Cohen in Memphis said, "Oh my God, I have been wrong my whole life. I'm laying prostrate in front of everybody in this country, and I'm moving to the Republican Party." Okay. To move that seat in the state of Tennessee, he would not be allowed to run as a Republican in the next election. Get that. He could not run as a Republican in the next election because he had voted somewhere in a Democratic Party in the last four times. I'm no fan of Scott Golden or the Tennessee Republican Party anarchy. They're a bunch of idiots. But uh, that's. But a house divided will fall. Yes, it will. That's what's happening. Yes, it will. It's crumbling. It's crumbling as we see. No, I don't think it's crumbling, but you're, Mr. York, it's... Uh, look look they, at the report because, because in Alabama. They just passed an IVF uh, restrictions. What? Women's reproduction. A lot of people use that procedure. So what's going to happen? They're going to they gonna vote them out, finally. 
Oh well, now you, that's a whole uh, that now that is the one that is the hill that Republicans will die on if they want to. Um, they keep passing those laws if, and pushing they, their Christian they, views on other people. Yeah, we I, don't want a theocratic government. Well, I'm we not going to theocratic I, government. No, 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 no. no, no, no well, there's an article no, out today. Gonna, yeah, the Democrats an, hate Christians. I don't. There's a, there's an article uh, out today that says frozen embryos where they're frozen from a family, how now, now have protected legal rights as a human being. That came out today. So what's so the difference? So if a doctor destroys what is one, he's criminally liable, right? Well, well, what were we talking about? Well, he's talking about whether that... Well, I was talking about crazy plaintiff reporters. And look what they... I mean, look at how this... This is the same kind of thing as Justin Jones gets his run a mob of Nazis out there <laughs> over the weekend. and He had like, nothing to do with that. Quit he did he was down there making... Miss York, if it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, it's a, a duck. He's down there making that was a, an independent group that he's, was Nazis. He's in, down in there. Nashville, they should have had their faces. He's uncovered. down there making a big speech to the sisters about how the Republicans are bringing Nazism to the state of Tennessee, and then all of a sudden a truck of Nazis jumps up, and pulls out, jumps out. A, you know, right on cue. Yeah, I mean, right on cue, baby. Rent what are the chances off. of that? Lightning hitting you six or seven or eight times at in a that, row? They at tend, that spot in Nashville. Where there's a crowd of minorities, they tend to show up where there's a crowd of minorities. <laughs> I'm not sure that those folks were the, – the, the one little guy they had out front was white, but all the rest of them were covered where you could not see their skin. I'm yeah, not convinced at all black, that they were white. Did you know a lot of them had a very – a, a lot time. of them had a – those Nazis had a very athletic gait. You don't see in a white boy very much. Mm-hmm. Well, so, oh, let's take a break. discriminating against the – Ethnic groups, huh? The white white boys don't jump, huh? Okay. Uh, well, so there was a movie. <laughs> if the shoe fits, <laughs> black boys don't join the Rena mob. Rena. All right, we out of here. Y'all come up with some ridiculous conspiracy. Yeah, buddy. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. Your home is your biggest investment. Getting the most for it when it comes time to sell is important. At The Way Realty, we help you get more by providing all our clients with a full-service real estate company. At no extra cost to you, we help you prepare your house to look its best with home staging landscaping, professional pictures, marketing on all the major websites, touch-up repairs, and home inspection repairs up to $700. Get more with The Way Realty by reaching out to us to see what we can do for you and to find out the market value of your home. Visit us today at thewayrealtytn.com. Call us at 931-580-4669 or stop by our showroom at 800 Hatcher Lane, Columbia, Tennessee. 
I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. Have you been injured in a car accident? Are you still in pain? Untreated whiplash injuries to the spine may lead to future conditions, such as neck pain, low back pain, and headaches. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating these conditions before they get worse. Our accident consultations are free. Call me, painfree.com, or call 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. 
Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Hi, I'm Kurt Green, and I'm with 7th Element, and we're going to be in the Columbia area at Columbia State Community College at the Cherry Theater, February 24th. That's Saturday, February 24th, and we would love for you to be there. You can get your tickets on Eventbrite, and just look for 7th Element and Friends. Concert's going to be at 6 p.m., 6 p.m., and you can find us at 7thElement.com, 7thElement.com. With a view Thursday edition. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Del, I got a question to ask Eric after you introduce everybody. Okay. Regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How good, you doing? Good morning. So and, good to be here. And uh friend of the station, special guest Eric Prevetti, chair of the Murray County Commission. Good morning, Eric Prevetti. Good morning to y'all. All right, Mr. York, what's up? Eric, it yes, looks sir. like we got a little problem. I see that courthouse raising up out of the shadows over there. It looks like it's growing by leaps and bounds. But my question is more about, I know you had a comment about a bill, uh, HBO 565, that's capping county commissioners' ability to raise taxes in their own county that Pickney is sponsoring and supporting, Hensley supporting, and Capley supporting. And I know you made some comments. I don't know if that was the personal comments that you made or comments that reflect the wishes of the commission. Can you expound on that a little bit and why you're at odds? And I know y'all had to even hire lobbyists because it seems like Sapickney wasn't doing the job for this county. So can you expound on that a little bit? So the comment that I made, and thanks for asking. That's a good question. Good topic. Um, the comment that I made is of myself, you know, so it's my personal comment. I don't think that that bill particularly is a good idea. And basically, what it in a, in a nutshell, what it will do is uh, commissions will have the ability to raise property taxes two percent a year. And so, what we're afraid that that, or for me, I say should we? This is me. What I would afraid that would cause is that you would have counties that would just automatically start doing that every year. Now. The count, our county commission here, you know, we raised taxes 31 cents a few years ago. But if you go through the law of averages, it's less than 2% per year. There's many years where that does not happen. There's no tax increase. So that said, I think that, that was, that's, that's kind of the, uh, the effect that it would cause, the unintended, unintended effect that that would cause. If you give all the counties the ability to do that, they're just going to start doing that every year, 2% every year. I believe that growth should pay for growth. And, you know, I have a full-time job. Most of the other commissioners have full-time jobs. So we can't go up to the Capitol 
every day and lobby. So the county commission did authorize up to $100,000 to hire lobbyists to be there, and they go around, and, and they're, they're knocking the doors, and they're talking to the people. The builders that are against any impact fee or whatever term you want to put to that, you know, they have their lobbyists, and, and, and it's uh, it's their army against two two lobbyists and our in our in our representatives and our representatives are doing a good job with all this we don't know what it's going to end up in the end but you know there, there's a lot of misconceptions as to what the bills are going to be and, and and basically we use the term the sausage grinder in nashville because that's what it is once you present something it goes through the, the through the grinder and uh, it, it's pretty grueling at times but the comment that i was not in favor of that particular bill was my comment alone um there are those that are in favor of it of course that's that's the beauty of it is that everybody's entitled to their opinion and we did uh you know pass uh you know we've discussed it and and you know we, we passed a resolution saying that we were not in favor of this uh and you know that'll be sent up there with our representatives um where it goes from there, I don't know yet. I mean, like I said, it, it's in the middle of in the being in the sausage grinder right now. Well, my my comment is that why why hasn't Scott understood what's necessary for this county? He looks like he's jumping on the cabal for the state somewhere else and not supporting this county. Well, there again, like I said, in this particular bill, I'm afraid that it would create a situation where they're just going to you know raise taxes two percent per year every year. Uh, other counties that uh, we won't do that here in Murray County, but if that becomes the trend, then it's just automatic. And and there again, growth should pay for growth. And we've got so much going on, you know, that we're looking for some relief here. And if they pass this, and then we and we get something else, we just don't know what it's going to look like yet. So our representatives are taking what we've brought up there to them. But there again, there's it's the full process and i'm not going to say that someone is doing their job or not doing their job i believe that everyone is doing their job you know and i'll leave that at that okay eric you you came on today to talk about some things um and uh of course that's uh you're the chair of the commission and uh so anytime you want to report to folks as to what's going on commission-wise, we're delighted to hear it. Now, what, what's on your mind? Well, so uh, thank you for having me today for that. Um, the county commission, we met Tuesday night because Monday was the holiday. And uh, that morning I had taken a, a tour of the new judicial center, and it's really looking good. The, the backside is fairly fully bricked. It's three stories on the backside because the bottom level is where the sheriff will be bringing the inmates in. Of course, you know, we built this because our existing courthouse, the Grand Building, was started in 1906, and it was built for the population of that time, and, you know, we're over 100,000 people in Murray County now. So with good growth, you get bad growth and misunderstood, and, and safety issues of that courthouse and federal mandates that are, un, you know, unfunded mandates, ADA, uh, bathrooms and compliance and safety issues, you know, we have... Um, litigants and victims that are having to talk with their attorneys in stairwells because there's no meeting room. So, you know, we all came to those decisions. The last commission was to build this center here, toured it. It's looking great. It is on schedule for completion in the fall of this year. Uh, first part of October, you know, they say about October 31st. So we're hoping, you know, in the month of October. That said, uh, a group of students from uh, Mount Pleasant High School, uh, they're uh, carpentry class came out and did the tour with me a great bunch of kids is my understanding 
that a couple of them may even have a job this summer when they get out. So uh, that's that's a great cooperation with Bell Construction and uh, the school system to allow those kids to come out and actually see a building in process as she's getting built. What I wanted to report is another decision that this commission has to make. Very important, you know this this is a you know a long term decision. What are we going to do with that grand old courthouse? You know everybody has said we've got to keep this building alive, keep it going, and so the county commission voted on a preliminary plan. It's it, you know just the, this is the baby steps. This is the first step. Now let me go ahead back up and say I'm also a historian. I'm president of the Murray County Historical Society, and one of the things that's been a goal of a lot of people is to tell Murray County's story, the history of Murray County. So I presented the idea uh, this month of taking the courthouse and on that first floor when you walk in, turning that into a county museum. Uh, the county commission has embraced that idea. I've got nothing but positive response from everybody in the county on that. Uh, one person said, well, where are these artifacts at? And I said, well, they're at his house, they're at your house, they're at her house, they're at my house. It's everywhere. People have got the story of Murray County, old school bells, old flagpoles, plaques, all that, all the, you know, the art, the, the stuff from Murray County. We're going to tell that story. Uh, the mayor's office is currently on the second floor, so we're looking at moving her to the second floor and turning that into the, the, the main circuit courtroom, turning that into the county commission room. The county commission used to meet in the old courthouse. In fact, the rotunda, was it was a cutout. You could see all the way up to the third floor, all the way up to the top. Um, I don't know if that'll, have, if that'll get opened up again. There are those that would like to see that happen. But anyhow, so the mayor's office on the second floor, county commission on the second floor. Also, the grand jury will meet in that room. And then the rest of the space will be ADA, modern, compliant bathrooms, and other meeting rooms. What about what about the school board? We had heard possibly that they may. That's a different board. subject. Well, we, well, let, me, let, me, let me get with okay. this. And then, all right. So then the third floor, one of the things that we learned here recently is that county is responsible for providing space for the circuit court judges. Okay. Caleb, Russ, and all, all, the, all, the, all those guys. They currently rent space in other offices on the square and off the square. Julie Heffington just got made a, a circuit judge, and so she's had to rent an office. Um, they want to move to the third floor of the courthouse, so that'll work out great. And so that's a, you know, so that is the usage that the county commission uh, has put, said, okay, this is what we want to look at. It'll evolve. Things will happen. Um, we, you know, so we've put out an RFQ for people to come back and give us some renderings for some possible designs, and then we'll look at budgeting that. We, we have already approved, uh, it was $3 million for uh, modernization and renovating of the memorial building and the courthouse. So we still have 2.7 of that left that we can use. We're not spending any money at this point, no money involved at all. So I'm really happy to see that uh, we're going to be able to tell the story of Murray County and have a museum. It'll be great. You know, um, that'll evolve. The other thing that we did uh, also for the preservation of history and some cost savings uh, that uh, we, we've got is that we're getting a couple of the old courtroom pews taken out and moved over to the new courthouse, and they'll be in the concourse. Uh, there's a bench up on the third floor that was already dedicated to Judge Matthews years ago. We'll see about get that one taken over. It actually is going to save four thousand dollars because we don't have to buy the newfangled fancy stuff that's going to be out front. So that's where we're at. That's great. Yeah, well, Eric, that sounds like a great plan. I mean, uh, I'm I'm in favor of supporting the history and making that first floor museum. I think that's well worth it. 
because a lot of people do come to Columbia and look at look at things, or tourists looking at the history of Columbia. So I think that's a great idea. Thank you. Well, it's well, not just Columbia; it's the whole county. We want we want artifacts from Hampshire and Cullioca everywhere. So that's that's what we're doing. To your question earlier about the the Board of Education. The McDowell property is over here, and we had allocated funds to do a study of the possibility of building a joint admin building. Okay, and so you've got the uh, northeast corner of the square owned by the county, the clerk's office, register of deeds, all that right in there, IT department. So those are talks are in process. Nothing really, nothing is decided yet. It's just planning or pre-planning or ideas putting together with that and they were looking at possibly doing that on the mcdowell property we've since learned that uh because it's school board property and the the county and it's weird that the laws with the state the state does not allow the county to build anything that the board of education owns so they would have to sell it no they would have to own it they would have to okay, and so there's a problem with okay. Well, we're putting all this money into this project, but you're going to own it. So I don't, that, that it's all got to get worked out. We're, we're possibly we're looking at doing two separate buildings, and you know, uh, uh, part of the you know, the school board would have the one side, we'd have the other side, have a breezeway between the two. It's still a great idea, you know, to have that kind of thing. Uh, but there are those that still don't want to take none of that off the square. They say that it'll kill the square. So there's lots of discussion still to be had. You still have that big, beautiful parking lot behind that building that could be built on to do exactly that, where you put your zoning, your taxes, car tags, everything right and that's, there. That is, a, that is an option. It absolutely is. it keeps is, it into yeah. the downtown corridor. And you can have a drive-thru, maybe. That's what I want. It's a drive-thru tag place. It's all, all on right. the table. Let's take a break and come back. There's a lot to unpack here. Um, This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Terry registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. It's February, and love is in the air all month. There's no better time to find your perfect match than this month with Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. From now until February 29th, get a free UV light when you purchase select new HVAC systems from Hiller. It's the perfect pair for cleaner, healthier air inside. You'll never be more in love with your home. Find your perfect match today at happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hey, this is Jonathan Castile, a.k.a. John Boy, with John Boy's Handyman Service. One call and we'll handle it all. Truly means we'll handle it all. From pressure washing your house to doing remodeling, we're licensed, insured, and bonded. So rest assured, John Boy will handle it all. You can contact me at 931-242-7620 or my email, castilejonathan10 at gmail.com. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard, and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. 
This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Come senators, congressmen, please heed the call. Don't stand in the doorway, don't block up the hall. For he that gets hurt will be the one who has stalled. There's a battle outside and it's raging. It'll soon shake your windows and rattle your walls. For the times they are a changing. We're back. Three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Del. I got another question for Eric. Okay. We'll, we'll do it. <laughs> Regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How are you? Good morning. Good to be here. And uh, delighted to have with us chair of the Murray County Commission, uh, Eric Prevetti. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. Thank you for having me again. Glad to have you. All right, Mr. York. Go ahead, Del. Or, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Mr. York, go ahead. Uh, I, I don't know if you're aware of it uh, or not, but I, I'd just like to run it by you. There's a bill, House Bill 2882, uh, that's a fire, it's titled a Firearm Safety Bill for Kids in School, in public schools. And there's no way for the parents to opt their kids out. And, and, and I know... A lot of people own guns, but some people don't own guns in their homes. Why should kids be indoctrinated to firearm safety when they parents don't really want it and there's no way to opt Ms. out? York, Would let you me support ask, that bill? Let me ask you a question, though. What has the Murray County Commission got to do with firearms in schools? Well, I just asked him, you know, that's a bill that people are going to be but, talking but about, the, and, the, and I'm just wondering, would he support The Murray like County that? Commission has no control over that whatsoever. I understand that, but your representative well, is he's, representing I mean, this county. I mean, the, the commission and the and county have no... that's going to be in, in, in the legislature. The, the school board and the legislature have everything to do with that. The commission, I think they'd like to have some control over the schools sometime, but they don't. Except <laughs> you know. funding. Yeah, except they for, control the except well, for funding. I'm just wondering, would he support something well, so, like that? It's so going what difference does it make school. as a commission, as a commissioner? I mean, this, this is just his. It's going to affect our public this is just, schools. This will be just Citizen Prevetti's opinion that uh, has this, no consequence whatsoever in the bigger scheme of well, things. Well, if you don't mind, Citizen Prevetti will give him a quick well, okay, answer. Okay, go, right. go right ahead. Go right. right ahead. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. <laughs> <laughs> it's your radio station. No, uh, no, no. I mean, I, what, what I'll I say just, is that I just. Well, 
I just think it's not fair to ask a commissioner a question about something that he has no control over. Yeah, I have no control. But I will say this. I heard a a news story yesterday where I believe it was in North Carolina that uh, a two-year-old shot shot themselves in the head because there was a gun laying out. And the parents being charged, it's the very first charge in that state, a new law, gun safety law about guns have to be locked up in the house. And apparently this two-year-old got hold of a firearm in it and, and made it discharge, and it was a head wound. So if this law or this education prevents a child from a gun that is laying on a table at a house from wounding themselves and gives them the common sense to not do that or teaches them to not do that or teaches them safety, then I think maybe that's a good idea. If it saves one life, it works. Okay. It shouldn't be mandated. Parents ought to have a, a, a position that they can opt out for their kids if they want to. All right. Well, Mr. York, you you got you got Eric's uh, again. Again, I, of course, I mean, I, I'm always listening to Eric about whatever his opinion is. But the, the, the Murray County Commission has. <laughs> I think they wish they could have some control over the schools sometime. And Eric's over here grinning about that, but they don't, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, the let's county get commission back. used to appoint the school they, board. Yeah, let, they're going to have to fund the program. The county, the county commission is going to have to fund that firearms program for the public schools. Well, uh, that's not clear either. It's mostly going to be state. We'll cross funding. that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, well, state funding, that kind of thing. All right, let, let's get back to this courthouse though. Uh, and I think there's a lot of resentment out there because the last commission, we had an election, what, uh, two years ago, and 15 out of the 22 commissioners uh, chose not to run again, so leaving only seven veterans on a 22-person commission. The last thing that they did, uh, and it was in haste, without much study, without much discussion, without much of anything else, just voted to build a $33 million courthouse down at the old Daily Herald uh, site. Uh, I think a lot of myself included think that, that we're skeptical. We think that was done in haste, and it was sort of a big F you by the old commission. And I hate no, to say no, that. No, I'm going to disagree with you on that one big time. Well, uh, I, I, what, and, and, and I'm, I was about to walk that back because there, there were just a lot of good people on that commission who had done a really good job. And... Uh, and so I'm going to walk that back, but it's still the fact that they did it without waiting on the next commission to have an, an opportunity to take a look at it, to study it. Uh, I, I think, and I think we're already starting to see some some um, some negative impacts of that. I mean, Jason Watley wrote a, an open letter to the commission on Facebook. It's a little lengthy, but I'm going to read it. I think it reflects the frustration with. Uh, choosing to uh, go ahead, the last commission choosing to go ahead with it rather than leaving it to the new commission, as well as some, uh, as what Jason sees as perhaps some, sort of, some things that are wrong now. It's a little lengthy, but I'll read it quickly. Dear Honorable Murray County Commission members, the decision to build a new courthouse was and is a generational decision. Its impact, good or bad, will shape downtown Columbia and the desirability of our community generally. Some months back, I confirmed with Murray County deputies that around 9,000 time, that around 9,000 times per month, the door of the old courthouse is open and a person walks in. That's significant. 
even if it includes employees who work there. Soon, those people will be opening a door elsewhere, outside of the walking distance from our beautiful square, uh, getting into cars to go to lunch. Surely, that will have an impact on the spreading out of our city center. So, although you are not the city government, your decision as the county government will reverberate for decades to come in downtown Columbia and beyond. But I write regarding another issue. As the decision to move the courthouse has been made, the courthouse is being built literally behind another building, one privately owned. In fact, so prominent is this other building, a bookstore, that from certain locations along Carmack Boulevard and South Main, it blocks most of the view of the new courthouse facility. I would bet most citizens believe it would be torn down as a part of the construction process, but they would be mistaken as the county doesn't even own it. Further, I am given to understand that the absence of this property as part of the deal to purchase the former adjoining Daily Herald property was not even known to all commissioners at the time of the vote. For at least one member, if not more than one, it was presumed that the bookstore was part of the deal, but it wasn't. Why? Frankly, it both is and has been misleading to the public that most, maybe all, the architectural elevation rendings of the new facility, at least the ones chosen to be shown publicly in the paper and otherwise, Failed to show the new building from the northwest. That's where the bookstore is. It is an issue that has been avoided. It also an issue that is an embarrassment to our county. Being conservative does not mean being cheap. It means doing the right thing, both fiscally and otherwise, and making wise investments for the long term. It is not a wise investment to put the new signature building for the county in the backyard of another old building. We are given the trust of the people's money. In this case, the people's investment in their new signature building is at risk. Um... I, I guess I think I, that's the gist of it. I need to make I need to well, I, wanna, I, I need to make a disclaimer. I am the realtor for the bookstore, and I have been for over a year. And the price has been set where it is, and I daily get calls for hemp shop, CBD stores, tattoo parlors, uh, uh, convenience stores. We had somebody that wanted to do a coin gold rush place there. I get calls about those types of facilities, especially tattoo parlors and the CBD places. And so I have priced this building where it is, but we made an offer to the county when they were turning up dirt before when ground broke for the courthouse itself to make an offer to the county, whatever that number was. We offered to split it over two fiscal years, and we were told no. So we are setting where our price is. So hopefully when the construction is done, there will be a good attorney or something out of Nashville or somebody that will want to buy the facility. Okay. So my turn. That said, go, Eric. um, And I'm speaking as – one person, as me, as, as, as an individual, I'm one vote on that commission. All right. The last commission, I disagree with you as far as the planning, the studying, and everything, your first comments. This has been a topic that has gone on for over a decade, if not two decades. That, they were I, looking at that's building a true, facility. but I'm not sure this particular project was been studied. For, I mean, it was not Well, studied. initially it was going to be add two courtrooms because of the overflow of the existing courthouse, renovate the old courthouse, build this. Right. Then they said, okay, the square footage is not there to do that. We And the, and the judges and the clerks said, oh, no, we all need to be together. We've all got to be together. And, and there's no sense. I mean, this and, is, yeah, you're this right. Is, this let's, is, let's talk this, about this. This we'll, is 33. Yeah. Million under the bridge right. at this so, point. So we're going to yeah. talk about this. So that said, the last commission, I would have voted yes to purchase the building. That would have been my vote. The new commission, I became chairman. I did bring it to this committee. 
there was no desire to go forward with it. So that was last year. That's the last time it could no be No desire to go forward with. With purchase of the building this time. Oh, so the, it, book, it was the bookstore. Brought, the bookstore. Yeah, I'm bookstore. sorry. The bookstore. Yeah, okay. So I've read Jason's. Jason and I have discussed this multiple times. I am asking it be brought back to the committee next month to have the discussion again. There again, I am one vote. I'm in purchase of I'm in favor of doing this, but I'm only one vote. Gotcha. It's gotta have the majority of the commission. And the ones I've talked to, you know, last year after that, we you know we got sunshine laws, but when it's off the table and it's no longer an issue. Another issue we're running out of time and, yeah. and I, so the commission is still studying that situation. Yes. Basically the answer to that. Yes. Okay. I've I've heard that the circuit court clerk's offices will remain in the old courthouse. Why? So because Why? so so when the judges are in session, they're at, they're in their courtrooms in there. When they're not, their clerks. If you need to get a warrant done, or if you need to uh, uh, have some sign of service done, or or a meeting with the judge, or something like that, it's his staff. It's not the clerk like uh, Sandy uh, McLean. Okay, so and, there's a not the there's county. a logistical convenience yes. issue involved, in right? That. And the, and the state mandates the county provide them space. Okay, uh, we're, we're we're quickly running out of time now. Our, our old courthouse. Uh, was designed by a Columbia native who became a world-renowned architect, J.E.R. Carpenter. Yes. Now I never, well, I never saw it. Uh, I, I first started going up to our present courthouse in the '60s, which when it was as it is today. And the late, it did the old lawyers though would talk about the the old courthouse with an open rotunda all the all way, way up to through, the top, yeah, and the circuit courtroom, two stores with balconies, and they would almost speak in awe when they talked about it. It was the most and, beautiful courthouse in the state. So there is a th- okay, there's some so talking about reopening I, the rotunda? I've, I've asked Tom, well, and and the old courtroom, two stories, would be a magnificent meeting room for the commission. Uh, and, you know, I understand in the late 50s, the Murray County just didn't have any money. Right. And so they did a, a, a hack job of hacking up our beautiful old courthouse. Uh can we? Can Everything is on the table. Okay, I've asked Tom Price if he could find any pictures yeah. or old uh, designs of the old courthouse, and he says he has none. Anybody out there has any old pictures of the courthouse with the open rotunda or the two-story courtroom? Please get in touch with one. Also, the historical society is putting a time capsule in the new courthouse. So, if anybody in Murray County has an artifact they would like to put in this courthouse, reach out to me. I'm on social media. Um, and find me, but we'd love to. We're building a time capsule. Eric, we've obviously got a lot of questions, and come back anytime, and we, we, I'll do we, it. We'll be delighted to yeah, have you. We'll do All it. Right. Thank you.